Welcome to the Holistic Mindset Podcast, a space dedicated to inspiring and empowering women in their personal and entrepreneurial journeys. I'm your host, Karen Taylor, a holistic life and mindset coach here on a mission to help you magnetize your manifestations and generate soulful success as an ambitious woman. This podcast is your go-to resource providing you with insightful conversations and actionable strategies that will unlock your potential, ignite your passion, empower you to fully embrace yourself and expand your mindset to new heights. Prepare to be motivated, inspired and empowered as we dive deep into the mindset, energetics and strategies needed to create your version of success. So, Let's get right into it. Welcome to my new four-part series, Women on Top. In this podcast series, we dive deep into the stories and experiences of women who have climbed to the top of their industry and created soulful success by staying true to themselves. This empowering podcast series brings you intimate conversations with trailblazing women from diverse industries and journeys. They will share the secrets to their success, revealing how they have overcome their challenges, shattered through glass ceilings, and created their dream life and business. Prepare to be inspired to take your own journey towards creating soulful success. Whether you're an aspiring entrepreneur, a seasoned business owner, or simply seeking for some extra guidance in finding your purpose, Women on Top series will provide you with the practical tools, wisdom, and encouragement to reignite your own passions and break through any barriers in your way. It is time to rise above expectations, embrace your authenticity, and create a future where soulful success knows no limits. Guys, I am beyond excited to release this new podcast series. I have some amazing guests lined up for you over the next four weeks. So let me introduce to you this week's guest. In part two of Women on Top, This week's guest is an absolute powerhouse of a woman who has been in business for nearly a decade. She started her journey in the fitness industry as a PT and made her way to the top by receiving her pro card. Then she launched her online fitness coaching business right before COVID. She then decided through her own personal development journey to pivot her business towards life and business coaching. This beautiful guest is Tamara Mayer. Her vision is to build women's businesses, get them out of the nine to five and build their online business and empire. I met Tamara at one of my mentors events and she is just the most authentic and welcoming soul. I had to have her on this podcast series as I knew she would have so much knowledge to share. So I'll leave you to it and enjoy. Myra, thank you so much for finding the time to jump on here and share everything, share your knowledge, and just be on this podcast. How are you? How are you feeling? Oh, Queen, thank you so much for having me. You know me. I can talk about anything and everything, and I'm passionate to be on here and share my story. So thank you. 
Amazing. So I would love to just dive straight into it. I know that you've had a long journey with the fitness background and then now you've moved into more business coaching as well. I'd love to just like go back a little bit. What kind of inspired you to start your fitness journey, become a fitness coach and that whole journey of you really blowing up and making a big business out of it? Oh, okay. Big, big, big story. But I think my biggest memory from where I began I'm going to take you back to 2009. That was when I just graduated from my full-time dance course, which was 85. So I stepped into the world of dancing and acting from my full-time performance. And that was amazing because obviously in 2008, I danced from 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. every single day. And from that, I was able to get an agency. And so then from 2019 was kind of like, well, I've got to put myself out there. I have to create this beautiful journey as an entrepreneur, as a dancer, actor. Yet I also had to look good. And physically, that was kind of like my my reason as to why I wanted to be in sort of training. And so I remember, I think I started training in the CrossFit world for the very first time. Didn't love it. And then I remember I was sort of catching up with a girlfriend of mine who was in the bodybuilding community. Her name is Ashley Freeman. And I remember watching her transform her physique from dieting with 2,000 calories. She was very much tracking her every move. And I just saw her body transform. And I remember thinking back then as a dancer, I'm like, well, that will be a really good way to sort of lose weight, stay fit and promote myself as an actor dancer, this sort of mindset. And so I remember walking into a supplement store and that was when someone had said to me, you know, you have the physique of someone who would do really well as a competitor. And this was really interesting for me back then was because being a dancer back then, I had to always chase against my genetics, which was being tiny, really small. I was obviously really heavily dancing quite a lot and the cardio was quite high. Yet for that sort of, I guess, demographic as a performer, I wasn't happy. And I remember when I stepped into, I guess, the bodybuilding community for the reason to be seen as a dancer, I started to fall in love with the mindset of training, the athlete world, going into the gym and training weights. And so then when I began in that journey, I sort of realized how much I loved helping people in that world as a fitness trainer. And so from, I guess, being a dancer, understanding that it wasn't really my calling then, yet I love being on stage. I found a new stage for myself, which was obviously competing for WBFF. And obviously in that time frame, I realized that I loved helping people, yet I also loved being on stage. So I kind of had the element of the dance world mixed with the fitness world. And then I obviously was able to get my qualifications. And then over the years, once I got my pro card in 2018, I was online as a fitness coach. And I think a big moment there, this is now 10 years after from 2009, 2019 was I think when we all kind of went through COVID and my business was online already. I remember going through a big breakup. I remember being in my Northern Beaches studio apartment and I was with my two cats and we had obviously gone down through being isolated. I was obviously building my business in the online space. Everything was fine. Everything was fine. Yet I was, I was broken from the breakup. I was alone and I started to feel like the fitness space for me wasn't what I was really passionate about. And it wasn't because... I felt this reason because I was alone and isolated. I just started to realize there was more to life than just training and looking after your body. I actually wanted to really focus on helping people internally. 
because over the years, even when I was a fitness coach, even when I was a professional athlete, I realized I had a lot of demons that I used to hide very well. And my complex post-traumatic stress actually came out just before I competed for my pro card. And that was when the shift happened for myself and mindset. I realized I could promote looking good or I could focus on healing people from their mindset because I went through it. And I think that's the beauty of entrepreneur. We focus on learning ourselves these beautiful parts and then we want to obviously help others in that sort of space. And so going from being a fitness coach, pro, online coach, I went through in my healing phase, in my breakup phase during COVID, becoming a life coach because when I learned more about myself, I started to have the time to study. I studied so much in that space and let me tell you what, going through a breakup and COVID and learning about yourself with life coaching was fucking hard, but it was probably the best thing that I ever experienced. And from that journey over the years, I realized I really had a passion from turning people's pain into passion. And I really love building people's businesses in the online space. And I found that I was really good at it. So that is my story, my love. Love <laughs> that. I love that. I'd love to just pick apart what you were saying, like that really the struggle between going through COVID, going through the breakup, making this big transition away from fitness into like life coaching, mindset coaching. Like what kind of helped you go through that? What helped you be like, you know what, I'm going to now make this huge pivot during the world falling apart around me, going through a breakup. Like what kind of got you through that initial phase? Oh my God. So many things, right? Because it was a very scary period, not because of COVID, but it was like, you know, you're going through transitions, you know, you're doing these new things. And when you're seen as this one thing, like I am a fitness coach, I'm a pro athlete to then going into something else. I had so much fear in the process because it was like letting go a part of you that no longer was you. And it was almost like when one part of you dies, a new part of you is reborn. And it felt like in that phase, it was kind of like that 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 transition of like, oh my God, I'd feel lost, but no, this is the right thing to do. No, I need to do this. And what helped me get through of it was having mentors around me. I, I worked with a mentor during that time, which was really helpful. It was just the evidence around the learnings that I was getting every single day. It was almost like these little mini signs. If I ever felt a moment of struggle, if I ever felt a moment of second guessing myself if I felt a moment of like is this the right decision there were always these beautiful golden nuggets that I would find whether it was reading a quote whether it was just a comment from someone on social media whether it was even someone saying to me like you're really inspiring me it just kind of kept me going through those time periods and I think it's really important for anyone listening especially when you have those moments of doubt or question yourself whether this is the right thing whether I'm going to be good enough whether I'm not going to fail what if people don't buy from me? What if people don't take me seriously? Which is everything that went through my head in the moment. The thing that got me through it was the passion and the fact that I knew I had a voice. and I knew one day this would change people's lives. That's so powerful. And that's all it is, right? It's just staying so true to that vision, staying so true to that I want to help people. I can help people. And just being able to really show that and express that. And what you were saying before, like all of those like imposter syndrome thoughts and Everyone experiences them, especially in the online space where people are trying to build businesses. I guess when it even comes to your business clients, like what are the common like imposter syndrome themes that you see pop up and how do you kind of help them move through that? Uh, it's funny. I get a lot of things around charging what they're worth or qualifications as well. I'll wait until I have this to then start this or I'll charge this when I've accomplished this. 
And it's beautiful because I find, I mean, no one checks people's CVs anymore. I mean, no one goes, oh, I better check if she's got the qualifications to be able to serve me. I feel like nowadays what I support my clients in in these moments is, you know, what you have gone through is experience. What you have been able to share is your story and what from that is going to be able to change people's lives. And while I believe, while it's great to have the qualifications, it's great to charge certain amount but I truly believe when you have this certainty and belief that you're here to do more in the world people are going to buy into that because one they see that there's similarities they see that you're passionate about it they see your certainty and belief and more importantly you know what you're doing and you you deserve to be charging the amount that you're charging you deserve to be doing what you're doing now and sharing what you're going through without the qualifications or with as well and I find that's been a common theme because a lot of people wait until they have the physical evidence but we all know it's the evidence within that's going to bring forward the results in your business. That's exactly right. And it's all a matter of, yeah, being really sort of like, this is what I have to offer. This is what I can offer. I can help people. But I find that, and some of my clients too are experiencing this, is they feel good, but it's that disconnect between how do they express and show that online? Like how can they show their vision, show their trust and their passion, be relatable to people in the online space? and I hear a lot of people say that it's so saturated, like if you're a PT, a mindset coach, like UGC, anything like that, like how do I break through that? Like what are some tangible kind of tips that you could give people who are in the online space on how they can kind of break through that noise and I guess like really express and show that passion and purpose that they have? If you are listening to this podcast, chances are you're an ambitious woman who craves expansion. Are you looking for a supportive community that inspires growth and empowers you? Then you're in the right space. Join my Holistic Mindset Podcast Facebook community, specifically designed for women just like you. In this community, you can connect with like-minded women going through their own self-development and entrepreneurial journey. You also have access to my free masterclass resources and other self-development content that cannot be found anywhere else. This is your chance to surround yourself with motivation and inspiration while building genuine connections that can up-level your mindset and life. Follow the link in the show notes below to join this abundant Facebook community and start expanding your mindset today. I love that. And I'm going to share a bit more about like what I did when I was a fitness coach that wasn't right because I thought for a very long time looking at people that I was aspired by inspired by too I started to see and do what they were doing from a brand voice from the programs they were writing from the workouts and in that process I lost who I was and my voice and so coming back to you guys and yourself as well when it comes to putting yourself out there on social media or being seen in a completely different limelight compared to so many people out there who are doing the same thing, it's important to find who you are as a brand authenticity. How do you differentiate from your competitors and what can you offer more? And I think it comes back to perceived value as well. You know, what can you offer that is just complete, utter, like, this is what I am. This is what I've got to give you guys, as well as this is who I am as a person. You know, for a while then when I was a fitness coach, you know, you would see me jump on my stories and I was positive and really like you can do anything you got this girl that and that and behind the scenes I was scared and insecure and I was going through shit and I realized 
that the more I've became myself on my stories and showed people who I am as a person from my brand authenticity, it's being relatable to your consumers, but more importantly, sharing more about you that people get to connect with because people buy from who you are as a person, not what you do, I believe. And so for anyone listening, it's getting really clear on like who you are, what you're here to do, but who are you when no one's watching? And what can you do to show more parts of you that you may feel like people may not resonate as much, but really at the end of the day, you may be able to change people's lives based on the things you may be afraid of showing that really can create an impact in people's lives. So that's one of my biggest things I focus on supporting my clients with, but sometimes from a tangible, I guess, let's say framework. If you're in a position where you want to build your online business and you're starting to show yourself more on social media, but you're, you've got a bit of fear around that, or you want to be different to everyone else, I think feedback from your audience is important, but also letting people know like what you're doing and be completely human that this is something new for me. This is something I'm doing more of. So I'm going to be showing up in different parts for you guys to see more of me. And I would love to know what your feedback is around this. What resonates with you? Is it me jumping on lives, being a twat and being quirky and different, my educational post, or is it just getting to know me more as a person in my daily life? So ask your audience and you shall receive is a big tool that I, I actually use a lot in my business. That's so helpful. And yeah, and it's just that congruency of really expressing that and putting you through in it and be like, hey, this is me. Because as you're saying, like people buy from people. They don't buy from a breed or a product per se. Like they see the name and the person behind it attached and they go, I can relate to that person. I like that person. There's that like, no, and trust factor that's been built from that personal brand. And then they go, cool, whatever they're putting out, I'll buy because I like this person. So it's a matter of, yeah, finding that congruency and showing and expressing that I find. But I'd love to know, like it's like from your experiences, probably it's very easy. I find in my personal experience, get very wrapped up in constantly showing up online and just pouring yourself fully into your business to build that personal brand. Like, how have you found finding that like work-life balance per se to give a hundred percent in your business, but then also still have some things private and take care of yourself? Like what has your journey been like that in business? Um, This is such a hard question for me because I really do believe showing up every single day regardless of what's going on in your life. Yet, I also believe the importance of obviously being present with your loved ones and being 100% because I I also understand that when you're giving your all to your clients and your social media, your partner, your cats, your dog, your loved ones, by the end of the day, you can go to bed and you can just completely feel like you're like, fuck, I'm falling apart. Where's my energy? So the biggest thing that I have learned and it's important for you guys to listen to understand this is get really good at what you do and then outsource it because your biggest thing is to be selling and marketing yourself which comes down to content selling and marketing your programs and offers and showing different parts of your life on social media and just being really present with that and so anything else is irrelevant so finding VAs to do the tasks that you find that just completely take time away from you being at the forefront of your business. And I always say to anyone listening, if you're using, let's say, Instagram as your shop front, it's important to be there selling every day, which means anything besides selling and marketing content, that can be easily outsourced to anyone that could do that for you. Because when you're spending time and energy on things that is taking away from making you money, it's only going to create burden and friction and 
force and when you're creating from that energy on on social media, people are going to feel that. So outsourcing, getting someone to do the things that you hate doing and learning how to be present is important on social media as well as offline too. So I find that structuring your day on when you're going to be online, when you're going to be doing the back end of your business, going on your DMs, selling as well, or training your staff. And then having a rule, which I'm still learning and I'm completely honest in here, having a rule to switch off from work so you can wind down. I have found too, and maybe you guys can resonate as well, finding when you're the most peak with your performance. And that for me has been 4am at the moment. And that's just to get my my meditation done, my journaling done, all my ideas from the night before comes out for some reason at this magical number. I don't know why. And just being organized with those thought patterns too and finding times when you're at your best and where you find, see that the energy is dropping where you can sort of reset yourself and recharge yourself and focus on tasks around that. It doesn't require so much energy and being present as well. So that's really worked for me. I'm still navigating through that because even now, my partner actually has just started night shift. So he'll be home tonight, well, this morning at 12 a.m. I'll be going to bed at 8.30. And it's just a matter of like navigating through changes in your life and just being able to go, well, this is going to be hard for the next week. What can we do to manage time? How can we be present for one another? And everything is feedback, babe. I am so willing to admit how many mistakes I make and still make to this day, but everything's a learning curve, I find. So, and it's that constant auditing and reflecting and adjusting because even if you set like a perfect schedule or routine, it's still like life's going to happen. Things are going to change. Something might pop up and it's just going with the ebbs and flows and just not being so, so like rigid and structured and having the set routine, do the things you need to do, but then just be like, cool, okay, this week I need to focus on this. So let's shift things around. And I think I see this a lot of my clients as well, that they get so like masculine almost in their structure and then if they don't fit into it or something goes a bit longer whatnot they freak out they get stressed like I'm not doing it I'm not successful now and they start going into a little spiral have you experienced like parts like that too in your business when you've been a bit too much like in your masculine and in the structure and in the doing and it's kind of then pulled away from your feminine I love that you're speaking about feminine and masculine energy because I've gone into very masculine mode and I have of the last, actually right now, you wouldn't think it, but I'm in more of my feminine in this phase because I have done so much in my masculine in the last couple of months that now I get to sort of reap the benefits of being in my feminine. Yet one thing I really want to bring forward is how important it is to have the balance because years ago, probably more when I was a fitness coach, I would go way beyond into my masculine to the point where it was always around April. I would get so sick and so bent out that I would lose my voice. I would get so sick and it was almost like the universe saying, you're completely running yourself to the ground. And I find this is such a common thing because one, there's so much noise on the internet. People are going, hustle, hustle, hustle. If you don't hustle, you won't be successful. And we get so bombarded with our to-do list that if we don't complete it all, we get like, fuck, I've just done nothing. I feel so bad. We then go into this spiral circle. And I have found as of late, the more that I can have the weekends to myself be in my creative energy, which for me, I'll be honest, I am type A personality. I don't need to be too much in feminine to go fully back into masculine, but I know that my my weekends become more about creativity and flow, being out in the sun and nature, 
Even going back to dance classes has made a significant change in my life just because I'm doing something that's outside of work. I'm just doing something that makes me feel, you know, makes me feel sexy again. And I find that brings back my creative flow when it comes to my business. So to answer your question, absolutely. I have gone into full down masculine. I've done in full down feminine. And it's just sort of finding the balance that works for you. And not every day is the same. People go, well, how do you balance the two in one day? Sometimes it could just be, you know, within the week, you do a bit more masculine structure. And then throughout the end of the week, you step into your feminine. It's finding what works for you. But that's why you're an amazing coach, my love. I'm sure you've created this beautiful framework for your clients that navigate through this. And I mean, even for yourself, are you more a feminine or a masculine type? Oh, I am full hard masculine and have been for such a long time, like, ambitious woman always independent got to get stuff done like old me was very much trying to prove myself like real hyper masculine like look I can do it and be independent I've had to like very much make that shift myself now to being in business of having that healthy masculine and look being in like the beginning of stages of my business I've had to be mostly in my masculine otherwise I won't have a business but I've been trying to find little pockets of time now, similar to you with like on the weekends, trying to be outside in nature and trying to find those times for hobbies for myself. And even just like setting that strict boundary, like, cool, I'm going to like close my laptop, put my phone on, do not disturb 5 p.m. every day and really setting that. But like, I'll be honest, I'm still trying to find that kind of even flow. But I don't think you ever really find like that 100% balance. It's this constant like self-reflection, checking you like, how's this week been? Where do I need to shift? And I think maybe that's where people get a bit tripped up as they think that they have to wait till they find this perfect balance for it to work for them between the two. But it's just being really intentional. Being like, cool, these last couple of months, I've built out my program and sold my program or done all these things. Let's just like chill out a little bit. And it's just following with what feels good to you. You start to feel burnt out, reflect, maybe any step into my feminine work. It's like, hey, things aren't really progressing the way I want. I'm not getting used to getting my goals done. Maybe you need step into your masculine. And I find that that's what a lot of my clients kind of come to me for is like, how can I help manage like, this energetic balance in life and business? Because it does play such a huge part and then ripples into relationships and money and like everything else as well too, wouldn't you say? Yeah. And it's, you said the word intention. And I love that because as part of like my routine in the morning, I find depending on how I'm feeling when I set the tone of the day. And it's funny because I recently had a Reiki healing session done and I'm going to turn so woo woo right now. And I'm always like, no, we're all for it. <laughs> Literally, I set the intention today to be focused and confident, yet. When I had this Reiki session, she said, Tamara, you have always just taken everything on and you've just had the forefront. She's like, now it's just a matter of surrender and give yourself permission to receive. So I'm sitting here today and I'm like, I've launched my university. I've done all my stuff. My team's all good. I've, I've, I've done this. I've made sales. So I get to just be confident in myself and just enjoy it. And I find when you have the intention and you set it for the tonality of how you want, depending on how you're feeling. You know, I've said confidence and focused. I've done that. Now I've got the rest of the day to have this beautiful podcast with you. You know, I can probably go outside for a nice walk. I can probably watch some educational stuff in my business, but I actually get to now just relax. And it's really nice because for a while there, if I didn't set the intention for the day, if I didn't go back to my journal and go, well, today is completely blank. I have no idea what the fuck I'm doing. 
I then feel like I've not achieved anything and then I feel really bad and then I feel like I've failed. I'm sure everyone can relate. But when you set the tonality, whether it's in feminine or masculine or even just like that set theme, you feel so much more, one, grateful, two, you feel like you've done more in your life, but two, then three, then you can focus more on like the energy system throughout the day and achieve it because of the intention. So that's really helped. But coming back to the Reiki healer, she said to me, there's three things you want to surrender. It's surrender to creativity, surrender worry, and the last was surrender to the what is. And that has been something for myself to remind myself every day because when you are in feminine, it doesn't mean you just stop doing everything and you let go. It's just sometimes surrender means you give yourself permission to receive and it's just sitting back and watch for the magic unfold. So I hope that little spiral there has helped. <laughs> I know how beautiful I loved all of that. One last question that I want to dive into is for any of the like early stage or even aspiring entrepreneurs out there, like what would be your, say your number one like mindset kind of hack that you would give for that? I think the first thing, because obviously when you first start out, you are so hungry. The first hack, and it's so cliche, is having fun in what you do and a lot of the times we focus on the result and the outcome we forget about everything like throughout the journey and and the destination and the progress but I think when you have fun with it and you have excitement with it that is like one of the biggest hacks that I find for example you know I've launched my university today and for me to feel like I'm having fun and really step into sort of that sort of energy I'm like let's put on like the theme colored lipstick you know, let's put on a crown, which I had on before, you know, get into costume. I almost like to say that for me make, makes it more fun. Wow. I'm going to give three. Second thing is I feel always look to learn something new every day, whether it's five minutes, whether it's watching a YouTube video, watch, whether it's listening to a podcast, you'll be surprised how much you can retain information and actually take note of what you're learning because you never know how that can then bring in an idea for your business a masterclass you want to build or maybe a launch or an offer, anything. And you just never know, especially if you're feeling a little bit lost or like not as motivated or even like your creative juices are like diminished, learn something new and you never know what that's going to bring you. And the third thing I'm going to add is in order for you to step into focusing on your content and your creativity, I always feel like you need to have movement and focus on your physiology. So I always think get outside, get out in the sun, ask the universe to give you creative flow and energy, and you'll be surprised what comes your way when that happens. So they're my three big hacks. Focus on obviously having fun, always learn something new so that you're being sparked for new ideas for your business. And the last thing, obviously, to create momentum in your business with content your physiology is important. So get outside, get some fresh air, get some sun and ask for the universe to give you creative content ideas. Those are amazing. Like those three ones. And I love that they're more tailored to the person, not so much like around business, but just around the mindset of you showing up at your best and having fun and being creative and self-care really, because that's what flourishes and grows within your business too. But thank you so much for coming on and sharing everything tomorrow. I'd love if you wanted to share a little bit about your new program, the university, and let my audience know a bit more about it. Oh, I thought you'd never ask. Go just hear it. So Queenstream University is, I guess, my lower ticket gateway to building a successful multi six-figure business. 
in the online space. And basically it's anyone who has the aspiration, the vision, the goal of wanting to build that online business and makes multi six figures, but they may not know what that looks like, what it is. They have all the ideas and they don't know where to begin. This is the starting point of what that looks like for anyone. So it's eight weeks. You get to learn the business plan. It's all about the systems and processes, all the stuff that people are looking for. And it's all to do with branding, social media marketing as well. And it's basically like the step-by-step process, like the roadmap to building your online business and getting ready to launch in eight weeks as well. So if you have no idea what your business goals are, you know you want to leave the nine to five, but you don't know what that is, Queenstrom University is going to be for you. So anyone can start and you get to keep it for a lifetime as well, honey. I love that. I will leave the link in the show notes below so you guys can find that. And I'll also add in tomorrow's Instagram and her podcast as well too. She's also got one as well. So I can link that in there for everyone to watch. But again, thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate your time. This has been a really expensive conversation. Thank you so much, Queen. And thank you everyone for listening. Have an amazing day. so much for tuning in to this podcast episode. I hope today's episode has inspired you and provided valuable insights to help you expand your mindset. Thank you for tuning in each week and being a part of my journey. If you loved this episode, go share it on your Instagram story and tag me so I can see it. Your support and engagement towards this podcast means the world to me. Now, remember, the only limit you have is the one you place on yourself. So keep expanding. Enjoy the rest of your week and I'll be in your ears next Monday.